from the Paddock Passion team. Welcome to the Paddock Pod. Hi everyone, welcome to this week's episode of the Paddock Passion Podcast. Now that we've seen all of the new 2023 F1 cars, we are discussing the best liveries and launches over the past few weeks. We also chat all things F1 Arcade, including hosting McLaren's People Paddock car launch event, as well as Alice and AJ's recent experience there. We really hope you enjoy this week's episode. So guys, how are you doing? How's your week's been? Good. I found out that I look a lot like Gina Schumacher when she was <laughs> a child today. That picture, the throwback yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, so this is her. Oh, you can't see. In Is it the big Mercedes t-shirt? Yeah, and then there's me in my little Montessori <laughs> jumper and we look the same and I've got so many photos but I think I just picked that one because like it was like the same kind of angle but yeah like when I when it popped up on my Instagram today I was like huh like I honestly thought it was honestly I didn't see Mick's name and I just saw the photo and I was like huh and I was like I was thinking like has my mum put that up and then I was like don't recognize the background like I was so confused and then I saw and I was like huh <laughs> I was so confused but yeah I mean it's a sweet picture yeah. I, I enjoyed it's that post from Mick sweet. I was like oh. <laughs> it's super sweet but slightly freaky because like honestly I thought it was myself yeah um so, so yeah so, that's how my week's gone <laughs> so when are you going to tell us you're secretly like a schumacher or something all, the, all along not dropping this i feel like my parents now. have some explaining to do <laughs> oh. nice yeah. to see her with a mercedes uh big shirt as well what yeah. do you think of mick the mercedes he's looking good oh. in that new race suit yes oh my gosh so to, to I guess jump straight into all the liveries I loved um not the liveries car launches um <laughs> I guess one thing that I really liked from the Mercedes one was that uh we got that green room kind of bit mm. at the start that was super cool and we got to see like Mick and how he's getting on with George and Lewis and that whole dynamic there um and I really like seeing that they're keeping him kind of still in the spotlight a bit like what Red Bull are doing with Daniel Ricciardo as well at that their launch like they're still keeping them a lot more um in the spotlight than I guess we're used to seeing other kind of reserve drivers being um so yeah, yeah I think it was nice that he was there I totally agree like the way they did it was like it was the three of them in the team they didn't they interviewed him like as equally it was really nice to kind of you know they asked him about his opinions and everything on the car and working with George and Lewis and the whole thing was so slick the Mercedes launch Mm. I love like the transition from you know the first setting to the next and then they brought the drivers through I thought it was very slick and put together Mm -hmm. yeah and I love the power suit moment from Naomi and Natalie. I was when I saw that, I was like, "Oh, go on in your power suits!" I was loving it. I was absolutely loving it. Um, they always look great, don't they? Those two. I know they so did good. it last year, the Mercedes launch. It's nice, like mm-hmm. 
if they keep that kind of partnership every year with them and like the presenters just make it don't they the car launches like it's such an important part the launch the same with the McLaren Mm -hmm. one it was nice to see you know some younger presenters there and everything Mm -hmm. yeah I did feel a bit sorry for Vic Hope at the Alpine one because she was really trying her hardest to like be like are you excited and there was just like silence (laughs) it was like oh she looked amazing though I didn't realize yeah. it was her and I literally went on their Instagram to find out I was like she looks so good but yeah I think so they had a live crowd didn't they as well mm-hmm. yeah and they went into it <laughs> they were like <laughs> maybe they didn't have a warm-up guy beforehand <laughs> but yeah but um, maybe I maybe yeah, it was the atmosphere good. a little bit I think not massively but between you know Gasly and Ocon it was like it was a little bit less like comfortable than than some of them mm. that we saw so maybe that kind of made a bit less of a atmosphere as well I, I I was all right with the Alpine launch apart from like the beginning where it was like 15 different commercials of their Alpine line <laughs> just loop over and over again and it was like oh we're releasing the car at eight o'clock well really like doing the launch at eight o'clock and then like 12 minutes in it's just another commercial another commercial it's just like if if it all ran on time I think it, it would the launch would have been up there but because of that delay it was just you know lost some scores on my book but I like the I liked kind of like the presentation the crowd could have been lively and all that and like everything in the launch like they, how they explained the, like the technical side of the car their sort of their racer program and getting Zidane Sedan of all people involved mm. in Alpine, that was a uh, quite a big name into that. But uh, but and then I think afterwards there was like there were like a um, was it was it was it at Printworks wasn't it the launch yeah. um, where like the night like like, like night some like nightclub or something I don't know what it is but it's a big night out exactly that it looked like a big night out afterwards and the alpine car hanging from the ceiling it was looked looked really cool and from all all the people from the pictures i've seen so but um yeah if it wasn't for the adverts at the beginning it could have given it higher in my opinion I think it was nice though with Alpine that they they had that live crowd like so many people were invited to go and I guess you know they're trying to get people involved and there's lots of you know content creators and stuff there as well which was nice to see I know like a lot of them this year were quite low-key I guess you know they didn't have many people there that's the only kind of downside I guess about Mercedes one it was very you know in-house and kind of kept together but it seems that they're a bit less kind of extravagant now I I guess aside from Ferraris which was you know pull out all the stops and everything yes Ferraris was very, like I like how the Ferrari did it they would have the, all the crowd there they had mm. you know Charles and Carlos speaking had they had interviews with the you know, team principal and all that revealed the car and then immediately took it out for a spin around the track I thought that was like very risky because of mm-hmm. what it can all go wrong and all that but you know, Charles was not messing around with the car. He was giving it the full beans on it. So um, I, that's why that's why I thought it was you know it was the best launch from that. I think with all the launches leading up to it, it was all very samey, bit dull and all that. And then Ferrari just pulled out all the stocks and that, which is uh, you know I thought you know that's the best you know the best launch in there. Yes, the car is red. It's always going to be the red and that, but it looks like a it's a beautiful. It looks really beautiful delivery this year. Uh, in my eyes, personally. 
Yeah, I think Ferrari, it was nice, like you said, to see them go straight out. And, you know, like Charles and Carlos were having that bit of banter. And whilst Charles is out, like Carlos was like, no, he's come back in. You can't, like, stay out there. It was nice to have that bit of kind of personality in their launch as well. Um, so then moving on to kind of our opinions then, best and worst, do we think, launches from this year? Alice, let's go to you. Oh, my one's a bit controversial. It's very a Marmite launch that I've seen on social media. But I absolutely love the Alpha Tauri launch. Like, <laughs> I know it's Marmite. And I know like 90% of people do not agree with me. But the 10% of people that are probably out there. I don't know. I just love the, like, they just put it out. And then that was it. And then everyone was just like what like I don't know it was just I thought it was like just so dramatic and I was there Mm. for the drama of it all and like it was so effective but then it kind of ruined everyone after that because then I was just like just show the car like why aren't they showing their car like why are they interviewed like show me the car (laughs) I was just like so so like I love the whole like they were just there and they showed it and then it was done and then like oh yeah so it kind of that was my favorite just because it, I felt like it was such a moment like whether you loved it or you hated it like it was a moment everyone was talking about it um so yeah, yeah that was my favorite um my worst one was Alpine actually oh, really? oh, I know also another controversial but like I know Red Bull they had like it was long and it was very Americanized and blah blah but like I don't know like I think Alpine because they had all those ads at the start and I mean I reckon something went wrong and they were like had to delay and that's why they did it because like every so often there would be like a we will start the launch in two minutes like kind of Mm. thing so I do feel like something went wrong but because they kept everyone waiting so long that it was kind of just like they had more pressure to make it like amazing because you'd waited that time so I think that's kind of why I, I rated it last because I mean you you can do like a launch and it be like a bit forgetful but at least like you don't remember it being like particularly bad whereas like because we were literally like waiting there like for 15 minutes <laughs> it was then just like they kind of had the odds stacked against them after that for me um but yeah that's my ratings what about you guys AJ I know you said that you uh weren't a fan of those Alpine kind of commercials so what what did you think of the car launches this year I don't know I thought the car launches year had a bit mixed um mm. despite the ads for the Alpine at the beginning it's not the worst car launch in my opinion I think that one goes to Red Bull in my opinion I it took so long and I felt it was unnecessary for it to drag on for so long and to have these Red Bull athletes and these programs that they've done and oh, look what Red Bull does and all that. So it's like, no, 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 that's not what we're here for. We're here to see the car. We're here to see, you know, we're here to see Checker. We're here to see Max, Daniel. We're here to see Christian. Well, some of us are here to see Christian. Um, and, you know, hear about the Ford partnership and new car and all that. And then you just wait an hour for basically the same livery, pretty much the same car. In my in my opinion, it just felt like you could have done this in like ten minutes or something, and then do the the other stuff after. So 
unfortunately, Red, Red Bull get his last for me. They'll probably finish top in the championship again, but oh well. Um, in my opinion, the best one was Ferrari. I thought they ticked every single box that you need in a launch, get fans involved, car, you know, car revealed pretty early, drivers getting involved and engaging with the fans and answering questions and immediately, you know, take the car out for a spin and everyone gets to see it. I thought that was, you know, a proper shakedown. And I think, you know, after the car launches we had before that, it was nice to see some excitement, some hype into it. So that uh, Ferrari wins it for me uh, in terms of the best launches for mine. Yeah. What about you, Ellie? <laughs> <laughs> I um, I can really agree with you on Red Bull would, would be my worst. I think, yeah, like it's nice to bring the fans close in some aspect to the launch and it kind of felt the most removed. Um, yeah, like just being, I don't think it needed to be some huge production in New York to kind of have that engagement. And like you said, you've got massive personalities, Daniel Ricardo, everything like they really could have utilised that and got that engagement from it. So I think for me, yeah, Red Bull would be the worst. And obviously with the car being so, so similar, there wasn't that much excitement around that. And then moving on to my best, um, I'm going to be slightly biased and go to McLaren because I was kind of working alongside that event. But for me, I really liked the entrance of the drivers. Like it was quite traumatic. You know, Lando had his little modelling face on um, <laughs> with their suits kind of strutting out. I thought that was really good. And then, yeah, with the presenters as well, I think it was nice that McLaren went for like, you know, the younger presenters. I I think she's called like Ariana Bravo she's really really good I like you know all of her work that she's done in F1 and stuff and then I think Vic I'm not sure his name Vic Starr he's you know part of the Sidemen and stuff so it was nice to have um, them there and I just thought the launch was yeah they had like a short presentation quite short and sweet the car looked great and yeah so I'm gonna say McLaren for me was definitely up there and then obviously yeah so I was kind of working a part of it I'm a little bit biased but <laughs> For me, yeah, McLaren would be my number one. That's fair. I mean, I, I mean, McLaren was nice. I thought it was in terms of like the presentation, getting the young presenters in. Uh, I think they took pretty much they did everything they needed to do in a, such a short frame of time, but made them more interesting and insightful. And yeah, I think they dabbled into a bit of the history because it's the 60th anniversary, mm -hmm. so it's nice that they acknowledged that. And I think it was like they revealed the car like. 20 minutes or something within that so it was for for car launch that's that's pretty quick so i, I mclaren i'm impressed with that with mclaren livery wise <laughs> expected something a bit more special but i guess yeah i guess it's all right in terms of like, the color schemes and all that mm. sort of black which i imagine it's just going to be naked carbon but i don't know it's not my it's not my favorite livery <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think well we're definitely going to see aren't we more of that like exposed carbon and probably in years to come we'll see less and less kind of you know paint and to do with the weight and everything I I really like their kind of car last year so I guess it's not that different but for me I like that kind of you know it's like that modern style um but yeah I think the livery you know with that exposed carbon I've seen a lot of mixed opinions on it on McLaren but I definitely kind of was was a fan of that and then yeah I guess like you know leading on to the event that I was at it was great that they basically hosted 
like a fan event for their launch at F1 Arcade. So they had some absolute super fans there. So I'm talking like, you know, diehard McLaren fans that have watched it for years and years. And they basically brought them down and kind of treated them as like absolute VIPs, like kitted them out in merch, did like interviews with them and they had front row seats and everything. And I think it was so nice that they had like that kind of partnership event with that to bring the fans closer without actually being at the launch it was kind of like a yeah it was like a launch but for the fans at our venue so it was really really nice to see that's really that's like really cool that you know you're that sponsor like velo or like invite fans and all that um so like what what was like at at the at the event what 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 ends up what happened in there it was obviously you saw the launch and all that did the gut did the like super fans get like like VIP like, like saw like merchandise VIP break it all down I want to hear, hear how it all happens yeah sure so we've never actually done an event that big F1 arcade so it was kind of you know we wanted to make it perfect we knew that it was car launch day so it's a really really special day and we basically blocked off half the venue so put these huge curtains down and then had um basically yeah half the venue for McLaren so we had all those sims in that space set up for them Um, and basically ran a tournament on the racing before the car launch so you know the fans and the guests came down around kind of four before um, the car launch I think it was at five and they did this competition on the simulators Um, all the fans you could tell it was them because they had all the merch on and everything and they were just yeah they like they were really happy to be there they um, interviewed them so they had like a TV crew down I think with Velo and they did all these interview questions to the like they they were really nervous to kind of be on camera but it was a part of their kind of treat to come down so yeah they interviewed them asked them lots lots of questions about that kind of their history with being McLaren fans and then they moved into um our private room so we've got a huge kind of briefing room the one that it's all over social media with the views of like simples and everything I'm sure we've seen um and that was for the for the launch so everyone moved into there and then we had like a giant kind of projector on the screen again they were like filming people's reactions so it was nice to be so like close to it all and yeah it was just a really like smooth running event for me it was nice to see like yeah and meet all the fans and ask them lots of questions people from McLaren as well and yeah it was just a really great event and I'm like really glad that I got to work it as well wow that's that's so cool <laughs> that's so good that's so cool to you know to do something like that for such a big occasion as well that's that's, that's like a real dream obviously to go to the actual launch but have like a party to with fellow F1 fans mm. on their favorite teams and that and sort of be in the same environment and that's that's really cool that's really cool um kind of jealous now (laughs) (laughs) no it was funny because um at the end obviously I was kind of working and they had these goodie bags so they had them all set up for everyone there and I thought like you know I'm a big kind of F1 and McLaren fan I wonder if I can blag my way into getting one of these goodie bags 
Um, and they actually were really strict on the numbers. But my so my boss, who kind of was running the event and everything, she is not a huge F1 fan. She won't mind me saying that because she's open about that. But she'd run like this whole McLaren event. And she said, Ellie, you can have my my little pack of merchandise. So we got a little cap, a water bottle um and like some little chocolates in there as well so I was so chuffed with this goodie bag I put on the cap they had like a photo booth I went in on my own took pictures (laughs) with this cap on and like it was worth all the steps because I literally did thousands of steps that day like running around making sure people were having like the best time there but yeah it was such such a good event to work and Hopefully, in the years to come, I'll get to go to the actual launch. But no, it was really, really good. That's amazing. That's really amazing. So what what was your job at the day? Was it like just making sure everything was running okay and everything and that just... And obviously, well, part of your job is obviously to watch the launch to make sure everyone is is all fine and all that. Um, Yeah, so basically with um, the racing, it's like, you know, I was there to make sure everyone you know, was fine on the simulators to give them that kind of hosting experience. When they came down, I was the point of call for questions. You know, there's things with the Sims, like people tend to knock these little like um, emergency stop buttons. So when they go off, I'll just run over and make sure that they're all fine. And then, yeah, just like show them around the venue, any questions that they have, um, just kind of being that point of call so like hosting them which I really like doing I was kind of on the front with my little lanyard and all these people coming in it's nice to see them all you know excited and everything for the event especially the fans so I think they'd been in like a competition or something that they'd won to then come down to this paddock and then you had people like you know presenters and stuff and they got to interact and it was just really nice to see that they were kind of hosted down with us but yeah no it was really really good oh that's really cool yeah we didn't find the emergency button on our <laughs> sims when me and alice went I'm glad. Um, <laughs> that, that's, that's really cool that's really, really cool that and hopefully more of them to come in the future yes exactly. and over the and over the course of the year as well because you're doing uh watch alongs for uh of course for the 2023 season which sounds exciting <laughs> yeah so they're basically like the same I guess as the launch just like if you're not actually there it's kind of the next best thing of you get this full watch party experience we've got loads of different tickets right up to kind of these VIP pit wall seats which they're the ones that I would really be interested in so basically along this stretch in the venue they've got like live feed televisions and when the races are on you're going to get all the data everything as if you were on that pit wall so they're called pit wall seats um and you're going to be right there under kind of the main viewing area and we're getting that live stream from i think it's going to be yeah the sky sports feed so yeah it's going to be that full race day experience they want people to come down in merch in fancy dress it's going to be really really amazing so if anyone you know wants to come down to that that would be great to kind of on race days come down to f1 arcade and watch it all together that'd be really cool i'm, I'm tempted to go obviously need alice's i need <laughs> alice will want to come and all that yes yeah, so um, i guess so you guys came down to the venue what did you think of mm-hmm. it and everything yeah we went down um not last friday friday before we were in london for the day and we went because I brought us a sort of present for Christmas, 
made it like Valentine's present. And then oh. part, and then later on in the day, we went to F1 Arcade, which is a I thought was I thought it was a cool experience. The sim racing was uh, uh, was fun. It was really fun. I love the lots of sim seats and all that. How you moved, moved about and all that. It felt really comfortable, but sort of like immersive. So it felt like mm. actually in there. Um, the driver driver side of it was really good. Um, I felt sort of comfortable and confident when driving around and all that. I was worried that I was gonna sliding all over the place but no i felt really comfortable um the amount of races in there you know you get four races in five minutes so it's sort of like 20 minutes worth of racing mm. i thought that was uh pretty neat um i i enjoyed the experience and like the look you know you obviously mentioned about like on the desk you see the all races and all mm. data and all that that was cool um weird that like five one minute it's miami and then five minutes later i turn around it's silverstone it's like well <laughs> hang on a minute i was enjoying that but um, I, I enjoyed it i enjoyed it to say at least but um yeah yeah, yeah. Alice, what do you think? they were really good because i was really nervous um because i i went on the simulators at formula e and um it did not end well <laughs> let's just say i managed to crash into an ambulance so um, on a simulator, which I think is pretty, takes a certain kind of skill level, um, <laughs> let's just say. So I was like, oh, I don't know how I feel about going on a simulator again. Like I was proper nervous. I was like, I'm going to be horrendous. And like AJ was like proper dragging me along. <laughs> I was just like, I don't want to do it. It's like, I'm scared. And he was like, come on, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. And um, it actually was fine. Like I went on like rookie mode and I didn't move off rookie mode. I was like, no, I'm comfortable here. I'm staying here. <laughs> like, you stayed on it. Yeah, I was like, I'm not moving. I don't care if it says for juniors, I'm, I'm staying here. Um, and yeah, because um, I think the first kind of uh, race, I was like shooting along. <laughs> I was just like having a nice time. <laughs> I was just like driving about I was like okay and then like slowly I was like gaining confidence with that um so yeah a lot better than my Formula E experience <laughs> which um which was nice and like um like I think after the first race I was like oh I did really well and AJ was like you were only going 90 miles per hour I was yeah. like leave me be <laughs> I was like, leave me. I was like, it's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was fun. Uh, so I definitely recommend if like um, anyone's like not comfortable on like simulators or like worried about how the experience might be, um, because I for sure was like, there's nothing to be scared of. Um, they're like, there's like different levels, which mm. I wasn't expecting because at Formula E we didn't have them. Um, so that was quite nice because AJ could go like pro and I could go rookie. <laughs> <laughs> so then we were like at the same kind of level. Um, but yeah, no, I I really enjoyed it and I came away like being like, oh no, that was actually like a lot more fun. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, no, it was a the yeah the simulators were um, really really cool. So Do yeah, you that was which... like which tracks that you guys were on Ooh. we had silverstone, silverstone. spa spa we had bahrain baku. and monza no no baku oh um monza and bahrain i think it was 
Yeah, nice. Yeah. I was going to say, some of them are so much harder than others. Like, I mean, I guess if you have knowledge of the tracks, like if you've ever played, you know, the kind of the F1 game on, on like PS4 or whatever, then it's a bit easier. But I find Spa so difficult. Like, whenever mm. I'm on Spa, <laughs> I put it, like, more easy, I put it on Rookie or Casual. But I feel like with Silverstone, because I've got a bit of a better knowledge of it, I'm like, we'll go on semi-pro. We know, we'll, we'll put yeah. myself up a little bit. <laughs> I think Silverstone was like one, like the first one or the second one, and yeah. Spa was like one of the last. So it was nice, like easy progression. <laughs> like the race yeah. order was very good for us, um, but I know it's like random. Um, but yeah, no, it was. Um, it was good. Nice. Did you guys jump on any of like the reaction games? No, a lot, a lot around the time we went, there was quite busy. A lot of people nice. were coming in from like like finishing work we, and all that so a lot of people were going on that but, yeah, yeah we were there at like 5 30 on a Friday so <laughs> um, I think lots of like when we arrived there was like quite a few people that had obviously just like come from the office and um, we're having some like team socials and stuff um, but yeah I'm definitely going to recommend it to uh, my boss is over from Germany this week and she's always like looking for team activities and she knows I'm a big F1 fan to the point of like she went on a holiday to Mexico and they saw that they were like showing F1 there so she took a picture and sent it to me and she was like we're watching the F1 explain <laughs> so it's like okay <laughs> um so yeah um I think it's it's probably quite a good one for like a large group of people too because we just went on our own and it was fine um but like when you're racing like it comes up with like your whole party kind of who you're racing against so mm. obviously each time AJ was first and I was second <laughs> even though <laughs> like I don't know how much different we actually were um but I was like at work I was like oh yeah I made it onto the podium <laughs> they were like oh well done <laughs> I'm not telling there's only two of us in it but let's go um but yeah I think if like if you want to get like a large group together it's like quite good and it's quite fun um and yeah like we've done go-karting before with like some of AJ's friends and that was another experience like I wasn't so keen on <laughs> but like I would for sure like get a group together um to go on like the simulators um because yeah it was uh it was fun um yeah the only thing we're not used to like going out in London we're like a bit country bumpkins <laughs> so when we were like seeing how much a cocktail was in London we were like what <laughs> I think you said that when I said to you yeah. guys like how was it and you were like oh yeah <laughs> yeah we just we just like paid for our drinks and we're a bit like what um but yeah that's just because we're like not used to going out drinking in London a lot we're like very much from like the countryside and going down the pub and getting like a two pound pint kind of. <laughs> <laughs> so like the London prices but then we're but then like after I sent that message I was a bit like oh no for like London prices it's probably <laughs> like about right <laughs> but yeah. we're just not used to them <laughs> um but yeah I think that was like the only thing we're a bit like what but um that's just us but like if you're used to that London going out life you're probably like oh yeah cool <laughs> um 
yeah yeah we get um we do get a lot of like after work people it's kind of like the Mm -hmm. busiest I guess time and yeah I think you know it works well for head to head so people come along and do what you guys did Mm -hmm. but I think for you know the main kind of thing is like the team based and that's what we kind of ran as the tournament with the McLaren guests so we did like a really big tournament with them which it's just like really nice to see people so effectively you're put into teams across the sims and then it will tell you to hop in and out so it would say like Ellie it's your turn now for your team um so it puts you in like different manufacturers and you get a bit closer to it I think because you're like you know I'm in McLaren team and then and you're scoring points for them so I think yeah if anyone's got like a bigger group it works really well for kind of that competition you can get really into it I know everyone at the the McLaren event was like literally like screaming because like they set up their own like prize giving thing like literally to the point I think it was like maybe even something like tickets to Silverstone so it was like a big you know big stakes (laughs) But um, yeah, we're doing like some different kind of things, I think, towards summer. So like Grand Prix modes, if anyone wants to race for a bit longer, you get like a qualifying and everything in that, like on certain tracks. So you can pick Silverstone, do a full qualifying, the race, practice everything. So that's, I think, going to be really, really popular when that launches. So yeah, keep an eye out for that one as well. Mm -hmm. I look forward to that. I'll be down there more often. <laughs> yeah. Bring my group, bring my group along. <laughs> yeah, AJ's got a little group of people that he goes like karting with. Oh, really? Um, yeah. So we were like discussing on the way home because you're right next to Ivy Asia, and I'm like yeah. a big foodie. So it was like you can go to F1 Arcade with your little karting buzzies, and I'll go for a nice meal at Ivy Asia, and we'll come and meet you for drinks after. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. All works. <laughs> yeah, it all works out for us. So, you can yeah. see into the each one when you sit exactly. in the Exactly. Yeah. I'll have to like request the table. <laughs> but oh. yeah, no. And it's nice how like you can just go in for like a drink and you don't have to like go go on the simulators. So like I guess it just makes it more open. So for like um us if we wanted to get a big group together, um like the people that want to do it can do it and like people can just go there and like get a drink and like there's no pressure to like hop on the sims like at all like it's a very like chilled environment um yeah yeah I, I'd definitely be like recommend going again and that and bring a bigger crowd um and you know obviously you've got to watch longs come watch alongs um I'd be really intrigued on how that sort of goes down and see what happens and all that um obviously watch a race differently than at home or mm-hmm. and that. so but, um I look forward yeah no, I look forward to that obviously not long at all Bahrain now it's only two weeks two weeks now yes yeah so if if anyone wants to come and watch the quali you don't have to have like a ticket for that I think that's going to be like you can just come in and watch it on the fourth um so that is going to be a big big event I think I'm going to spend my whole weekend effectively at work but um yeah so the qualies were showing as well I think it's so nice to watch with people like um once I went to like Mercedes Benz World and watched the Grand Prix there because you can literally just go in Mm -hmm. and it's like the experience of watching a race like with people as well when you've got different fans 
um it's just you know it's it's so much more like of an experience than watching at home because usually I just watch it on my own at home <laughs> so it's going to be nice to kind of go and see everyone get really into it you know dressing up in those different teams in the merch and yeah they're going to be really big events so yeah should be good yeah should be good I can't wait for that we we me and Alice have been wanting to go to Mercedes-Benz World for some time and like some of it you know to watch the watch watch the line but obviously go down ourselves and that and from what i've seen from like people on socials and all that you know that experience like watching with a group of people on that it's so it's it's so different than what i've experienced before i'm so used to watching it at home um with either with alice or with my granddad or something like that to watch it from there and never really had that experience apart from like going to the grand prix itself watching it with a large group of people i think the closest amount of people i've watched it was like three or four people and that was was working uh in the sports so a little bit different because whilst you're watching you have to like oh tweet <laughs> i got a yeah. tweet um so i suppose that's a little different but you know i think one day when you know once to experience that and get to sort of like meet people and all that who are interested in the sport so one day <laughs> yeah he, he just has to drag me away quite like a cozy Sunday like quite <laughs> often I'll like go for brunch with the girls and then like um me and one of my friends she's also like big into F1 so like we'll go for brunch and then we'll be like oh what do you think about what the race is afternoon and blah, blah, blah and we'll like have a little chat about that and then we like go home and then like I have like a nice like cozy Sunday <laughs> like vibe whereas AJ's like let's go and I'm like where we <laughs> yeah. yeah I know where we live it's like real it's not like proper country but it's like there'd be like one train an hour on a Sunday so I'm like what about the trains <laughs> and I'm like I'm like a proper country little cozy Sunday in going for brunch going back so AJ just needs to like drag me out on a Sunday yeah, yeah Ellie <laughs> if there's a way of making like F1 arcade cozy for Alice that'd be fantastic <laughs> <laughs> oh. need like a little sofa <laughs> little blanket <laughs> you can watch we've got like so we've got different viewing areas if you want to you know watch it from the balcony I don't know if you saw that that's quite cozy you can go up there <laughs> <laughs> that's right we'll come there <laughs> Yeah, no, pick your favourite race and you should definitely come down for like when you're up for it. You know, I'm sure that'd be quite crazy. But yeah, you should definitely come down. No, absolutely. We'll have a look into that. Obviously, Bahrain's around two weeks time, but um, we've got testing coming up this week. That's exciting. First tracks action. Um, see all the drivers on track. Well, apart from Lance Stroll, he's obviously oh. taking injury. Hope he gets well and all that. But um, yeah, no, this is the first bit of action we're going to see of the cars on track get a real sense of the pecking order um i'm quite excited i always love testing this time of the year because you get a real sense you know the season's just around the corner it's going to be amazing it's going to be there's you get sort of anticipation and sort of like and there's always like one or two teams who like reveal something funky or unique and it's like oh my god what are they doing no side pods daz <laughs> what's going on you know they always do something quirky and like people get talking about it is that is that illegal or not um I just love it I just love it I spent all my days watching it 
<laughs> yeah, it's like the pink Mercedes saga. But I love everything that's like, you know, a bit controversial. You see things coming out the woodwork from testing. It's just, I get very nervous for testing though, because I feel like, I know it's not completely you know representative of the season but you definitely can make some good predictions from testing and you know if your team you watch them on track of testing and they're not doing so well then you know you're going to have a difficult season ahead so fingers crossed we're going to see hopefully Mercedes um being up there again I um saw today that Lewis Hamilton like posted he was like in the sim he seems quite fired up I'm really excited to see the new drivers on track as well. So, yeah, should be really good. Should be exciting. Um, Obviously, being at Bahrain is where the first race is. So it's kind of like, well, for them, an extended practice session. But Mm -hmm. Bahrain is always useful because it's warm climate. It's tricky corners and that. But, uh, yeah, only three days of testing this year compared to, I think it was six last year. So very minimal. So the drivers got like one and a half days worth of Learning and learning about new car testing and then going straight to a race weekend. Um, that should be really interesting on how it all unfolds uh, in a way. But uh, it'd be interesting how teams are going to cramp all their testing programs in pretty much three days, essentially. That's not an easy job, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I don't get into testing so much. Like, I think I quite like the competitive side of the sport so like I don't really watch the free practices on like the weekends but like I really like quality and I really like the race but like when they when it just seems like they're just going around it just kind of all goes a bit over my head but um I do know why people like it but it goes a bit over my head at the moment but maybe in a few years time <laughs> I will be a bit more like you guys but at the moment um I'm not quite so passionate about um, testing. <laughs> this year's the year that you can watch it and get into it. <laughs> you'll you'll grow into it. May, maybe, yeah. I am only like a toddler in my like F1 experience, <laughs> F1 like fandom, whatever you want to call it. So maybe just need to grow up a bit. <laughs> you need to um start watching testing like I've got so into watching like um testing and then the free practice and everything I feel like once you really delve into yeah watching the practice and everything it, your week your whole weekend can be based around F1 it's great <laughs> oh <wait. laughs> see I like F1 I, I feel like people are gonna think I hate f1 now i do like it (laughs) but when it takes up the whole weekend and i'm just like oh come on (laughs) i do get a bit annoyed like if we're out somewhere and aj's like we've got to get back quality's on i'm like we should chill no, I will not miss. I did not miss one quali or race last year, and I would get like stressed when people say, "What are you doing on Sunday?" No, I'm I'm not free. And then even free practice, I always have it on at work, no matter what time it's on on a Friday. I have my phone like just out. <laughs> AJ missed two races for me last year. Which one? Yeah, uh, Which Spain one? and Canada. Oh, I love Canada. See, yeah, I missed a, I missed a good race. I missed Spain as well. Race. That was a good race, apparently. <laughs> but, Alice, I know it was important. It was like, come on, like we've got like, it was important stuff. So, 
there, it, there was to be a, fair, there was a reason behind that. And, but and and you did get like fed. I did feed you, and I felt bad. And I was like, you can look at your phone, but like you've also got to concentrate. <laughs> so um, yeah, but it was yeah. all good. Yeah, missed the two one of the best races, two best races of the year, but. Hey, I got fed. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you are going to Silverstone without me this year, so that is true. I am. Should be should be a good experience. <laughs> oh, but yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, testing's on this week. That's going to be exciting, and uh, yeah, should be good one. Hopefully, maybe for some teams, maybe for not. But who knows? But anyway. Shall I dive into my fact of the week? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll only treat you to one this week because I realised two is quite hard, a lot of hard work for me. Um, <laughs> um, so for this week, um, I want to mention the number 22. Um, did you know that in 2008 and 2009, the, num- the car number 22 has won the world championship? Um, 2008, Lewis Hamilton won it uh, with, car- with number 22. Obviously, because of Spygate, McLaren was last in the Constructors' Championship in 2007. So they ran 22 and 23. And then when Braun won it with Jensen Button, he had car number 22 on his car as well. Um, The reason behind that is because Braun was regarded as a new entry um, at the time. Um, Even though there were 10 teams, um, then they skipped out the numbers that Honda were taking and Braun took out 22, 23 basically and then that's why in 2008-2009 we've had an odd sort of like sequence of champions where the car number was the same number and a very low number as well um and then Jensen Button kept that as his race number of course in his career so there's your little fact for you 22 two little ducks <laughs> I was thinking more along the lines of Taylor Swift but there we oh, go right. sorry <laughs> <laughs> there's how our brains work I'm like Taylor Swift and he's like race car, two little ducks <laughs> yeah exactly, well there you go then <laughs> thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Paddock Passion Podcast we really hope you enjoyed it you can check us out on our socials at Paddock Passion make sure you tune in to next week's episode to hear all of our upcoming season predictions